What I would say, Evan, is if you're recording from the MacBook microphone, can you please be closer to the MacBook microphone? Oh, yeah. Good as point. As close oh. as I possibly can. Well, yes. not as close as you possibly can, just as a sort of... Hello and welcome to Cruising Through Doomsday, a podcast about Doctor Who Doomsday, uh, a uh, multimedia experience. Uh, I'm Philip Whelan, uh, my pronouns are he and him. Uh, my name is Georgia Harper, my pronouns and she and, are she and her, and yes, the Bastille reference in the title was my idea. That might be my only contribution to this podcast. Um, I think we're going to have some quite heated debate and we'll see if I can get a word in edgeways. Um, my, uh, our guest today is uh, Evan Jones. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, who blogs about Doctor Who and video games and maths, mm -hmm. which is really handy because we're going to be talking about uh, Doctor Who and video games and, uh, I mean, certainly numbers. Yes. I'm not sure if yeah. we'd call it maths. Numbers. Um, <laughs> there are some numbers in the game. Uh, so before we get into the nature of the game, uh, some housekeeping around the cost. Lost in Time is a free-to-play uh, is that right? Free to download yes. game uh, with in-app purchases, which I'm sure we'll be talking about a lot. We realised very early on that we were determined not to give them money. Uh, so our cost, um, was there was no financial cost uh, to this, only emotional cost. Yes. <laughs> this, means, this means that our running total so far is £20.44 plus psychic damage. <laughs> and by the way, uh, as we record this, it is 5th of August and I still haven't received my physical copy of the second Titan comic yet. Mm. So there's that. But what can we do? Anyway, Philip, Evan, the game. Where do we start? <laughs> Well, there is there is some story in the game, and uh, I I feel like we should uh, we should once again uh, thank uh, Twitter user Jamie. Was uh, it like a madman, not a box? Yeah, that's the I, one. I believe is the Twitter handle because um, they've uh, they've complete uh, they've basically collated all the story bits from the uh the game uh, for for our part having been determined not to give them any money um it should be noted this event ran from a thursday evening to a monday evening uh it happened to correspond to philip's on call time at work which meant that he barely left the house and i was basically just traveled between mm -hmm. uh, yours and here and we only got halfway because uh, yeah. they make they give me money. Evan, did you did you fare any better? I, I put in about one hour each day for mm -hmm. the four days, and I also got halfway through the story as I laid. That's interesting. It's almost yeah. like there's a bottleneck halfway yeah. through. Yeah, um, but that seems like a healthy way to play this game. It's more like a um, fee to pay game. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry that we talked for so long. I made you wait for that. So, Evan... I had to make an entrance somehow. Yes. So, Evan, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the absolutely riveting story uh, through the panels, um, let's talk about the game itself. 
Like, how would you describe the gameplay to someone who's never played it? I could give you my sarcastic response, which is, there is no game. <laughs> or, or, valid, or, or, valid. Or, or I can try and give a, a semi-serious answer and say that it's... Let's, yes, let's do. Let's do a fair assessment. A fair <laughs> assessment, okay. Uh, this is what... Well, I'll take the developer's own uh, definition of the genre of the game, which is... Uh, an idle game or a clicker game, you might know. I think I think of Cookie Clicker mm. as like the yes. yeah, kind of main. Except example Cookie of that Clicker, genre. notably, no, Cookie Clicker notably doesn't have any in-app purchases. Ooh. There are ways to do idle games that are good. Mm. Arguably, this is not one. Uh, continue. So, so <laughs> Cookie Clicker is immediately better than Lost in Time mm. because it doesn't try to extract money from you. Yeah. Um, and so the gameplay is just essentially you've got like lots of different arts of, of sceneries or from Doctor Who episode with characters. And then they're like, there's a button and you press the button and it, it generates points. And then the more you press the button, the more, <laughs> the more points it generates. But you need the points in order to press the button again. And then it just becomes a series of point generating machines that <laughs> go from one environment to the next increasing increasing the numbers faster and faster until eventually they're so mind-bogglingly large you don't really know what's happening anymore <laughs> I, I i like compared to cookie clicker um which your cookies will go up into the quadrillions um up to like the non-illions yes. which is where we are um I like that this game gives up after trillions. <laughs> after that, it's just AA, AB, AC, AD. So what, what, I, what I find particularly fascinating, right, is that they seem to have invented their own version of, like, scientific notation. Because I would go with, like, times 10 to the power of whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's because we're mathsy, scientific people, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, I, I'm not that mathsy or scientific-y, and I think that would make sense to most people. However, this game, um, with the characters and the potentially the way that it's simplified... Uh, this game is targeted at children, and more specifically, it is targeted at extracting money from them. <laughs> yes. Um, I I wrote a bit of a piece for um, the uh, Celestial Toy Room um, about how the game is basically full of uh, dark patterns that all of these games seem to use these days. The aim is basically to... Uh, get kids to spend money on their parents' credit cards. Yeah, and that's that's something that's actually happened in my own family's experience. Like, my, my sister, when she was younger, did spend, mm. like, £80 on my dad's credit card buying virtual gems for one of these sort of similar mm -hmm. iPad games. Yeah. Like... I don't, I don't, I don't think it was necessarily an idle game, but one of those free-to-play games you can get on an iPad. I mean, you know, you need resources to buy things to develop. I don't know, like yeah, a, exactly. a farm plot or something like that. And it was, yes, it was a very frustrating evening <laughs> trying to get his money back um, yeah. from that. And yes, I can see. I've, so I've seen firsthand the frustration that can can generate because mm. seemingly parents won't think. That they, their money is being extracted from their cards if they if they're just playing an, an innocent game. 
on on their tablet device. Yeah. So the way that this game works is you have this is very hard to explain mm. without it, but you have your vortex energy, which is the first kind of number that goes up very slowly and you have to collect. Um and then like in order to get the necessary upgrades uh to make that number go up as fast as you need it to, there's the second level, which is I can't even remember something energy uh, in the events it changes for Doomsday. Notably, it's contracts, uh, which is not how Doomsday works at all. No. She has one contract per hour, um, but uh, there's, there's kind of that, and then um, that you can use to upgrade your characters and your locations uh, so that they make numbers faster, uh, and so that you get uh, basically loot boxes. Yes. Uh, with those in as well. Um, which, are, which are based on the Kablam boxes as well. Yes. So, 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 so Kablam, <laughs> I, I don't want to get into, you know, this is not the time to get into all of the discourse about Kablam, but I think it's clear that the intention of that episode is that Kablam is a send-up of Amazon and it's actually not a very nice or ethical place. Mm. And this is just like unironically being like, yeah, we're using Kablam box. Like they, those were the, they were the baddies, kind of. Yeah. Like again, you can argue about the execution of that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's certainly a choice. So then, <laughs> so then after the second level of energy, you then get the kind of uh, the premium gems, yeah. which you can use to buy the other things I just mentioned, but. You don't get that many of those for free, just like randomly through loot boxes, basically. Are they like crystals and or something? You, yeah, it's something gems. Okay. Um, and that is what you have to spend. You are heavily encouraged to spend money to buy. But it's things like, um, for example, in the events, um, and I think at other times as well, uh if you unlock a new location, you'll get the pop-up to say location unlocked, okay. And then immediately afterwards, there will be a button saying, buy this for £14 or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, so, and it's some kind of discount offer and it's time limited. So essentially just trying yes, to put yeah. pressure on the person playing the game. Oh, yeah, exactly. You get this limited time offer and it's a good deal and you should get it. And I'm like, I don't want to spend £14 of my money on... Things that aren't real to make other things that aren't real happen. <laughs> yeah, I think the most expensive one-time purchase in in the in the game shop is like seventy pounds or something. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, in fact, let me let me pull it up. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry, Philip. <laughs> Philip is taking one for the team here yeah. and going into the game um, <laughs> while 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 he's doing that. More, um, more PTSD I think, for Doctor Who fans. Yes. I, I, I think the other, um, the other kind of thing to know is that when you start the game, um, numbers go up fairly smoothly. Um, you do have to get past the first five levels to unlock events, and Philip and I managed that in about an hour uh, without doing any money yeah. or any ads or anything. Um, but there obviously comes a point 
where it dramatically slows down. Now, particularly for events such as the Doomsday event, which is time limited, you are constantly being reminded that it's time limited. There's a countdown. There's so many. This game sends so many notifications. Like you're constantly being reminded of that. And basically it's done in such a way that if you are maybe a bit younger or a bit more vulnerable or just generally more impatient, you are heavily encouraged to buy things in order to continue playing the game, basically. But then also, as we said, like we played this game pretty heavily during the Doomsday event and we still were not able to get much of the story without spending any money. Yeah, like the the game feels like... um... It's like a combination high-pressure sales environment and a casino, basically. So <laughs> I've, I've got it up right now. In, in the regular shop uh, for, for the you know, base game, not the event, the uh, highest-priced single item is like a big pack of premium currency, and that's uh, £67.99. Which you can buy like a full size console game for this. You can you could buy like five issues of the June twenty twenty three Doctor Q magazine uh, for that, and you could give it to four of your friends, and you could all read it and have a fun time discussing it. Yes, um, you're not letting that go, are you, Georgia? No, never. No. <laughs> it's it's my personal Freddo. It's how I judge. Not even just doing this podcast. Like in life yeah. now, I'll see a price and I'll be like. That's three Doctor Who magazines from June 2023. Um, there are lots yeah. of better yeah. games I can recommend for that amount of money if you've yeah. got that going spare. Like Pikmin 4. Like, <laughs> yes. 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 I, I think it's only like Tears of the Kingdom that's more expensive than that, I right? I mean, even Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Is Tears of the Kingdom actually going to reach £67? Like, I think it's about 60 like 59 Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, Even like yeah. the best game of the year that's critically acclaimed and ridiculously expensive. Just play that. Just, like, just play that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you do need to buy the games console as well, but then that's the same with buying that's the true. tablet to get the tablet. Yeah, yes. yeah that, that's um, true. So you can say the same about like... To a certain extent, you can say the same about, you know, if you're factoring the base platform cost, the free-to-play phone games also cost you the cost of the phone. I'm just saying that um, in case one person yeah. listening goes out and buys Tears of the Kingdom not realising they don't have a Switch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sue us. <laughs> we are we are not sponsored by Nintendo. Base, no. base, um, base console not included. Um. Um, so, 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 yeah, so that's... That's the frustrations with the game, but... Is it? Are we done? <laughs> are we no, really done? I, I don't think say, we are, that's, no. That's the dark pattern stuff, but at least we've got a really nice, fun game to play. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, as, going back to what I said in the introduction, like, it's an idle game, that which to me is like an oxymoron, because the whole point of a game, a video game, is that it's an interactive yes. medium. You do something and the screen does something back. And I suppose technically it meets that definition. You press a button, a number goes up. I suppose it meets the bare minimum requirement of what a game is. But the actual level of interactivity, like it's just practically non-existent. Um, Mm -hmm. When you've talked about different locations and so on, I should stress like nothing moves 
Like, so you've got like the Dalek city and it's just like a blob on the screen with a Dalek. And yeah. you've got the unit lab and it's just a blob on the screen with a lab. And yeah. you've got... So none of these locations really mean or do anything. Yeah, there, there are like some animations that happen to, to zhuzh it up a bit, but ultimately you're watching a spreadsheet and it updates itself. Yeah. And if I wanted to play a game like that, there is a brilliant game that is essentially a massive spreadsheet, but it is actually like a football manager game. It's called We Are Football. You put in stuff to, to you know, advance your team and then they play games. Critically, you don't actually have much input in, in the games themselves or their own substitutions. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like it's still a much better game, even though the interface is a lo- lot rougher than even this. Uh, than than Doctor Who Lost in Time. And also, probably it should be required training for anyone taking a pop at uh, being Chelsea manager. Um, Which is everyone, by the way. Uh, It's like jury service now. Um, We're all going to get the letter, so I should should play that game. Um. We're all football managers in the end. Just be a good one, okay? (laughs) Just, 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 last a season without getting the sack that's all i ask at this point um what was i gonna say um so yeah on idle games um in in defense of idle games i guess i mean I got I've, really got, into- I've got a list of reasons in front of me that i found on a blog post as to why people enjoy mm. playing idle games i wonder if you okay i'm to probably go- going to yeah I'm, I'm probably going to go through some of those okay so here here are the good reasons uh easy to play i got really into cookie clicker um during lockdown um and what i kind of used it for um was very much basically as a substitute for being on twitter which i'd realized was quite unhealthy for me so Mm -hmm. it was sort of like well if i'm gonna get sucked into doing something mindless on my phone and end up really upsetting myself then I might as well just be doing something mindless on my phone that I have no feelings about whatsoever. But if I was like, I'm going to play a fun game, I wouldn't go to Cookie Clicker. I'd go to like Pikmin 3 um, or, you know, something other other games are available. We're not sponsored by Nintendo, <laughs> I, I, I promise. Until you buy Pikmin 4, of course, and then Pikmin until 3 I, I, I still need to do that. But like at, at the time, and I... When we got lost in time, so we actually got lost in time a few weeks ago when we started doing this podcast, basically, because yes. uh, we weren't sure what the prep would be like. And that kind of coincided with, like, Elon Musk's latest round of breaking Twitter, mm-hmm. Blue Sky taking off, all, all of that sort of thing. Um, so I kind of, yeah, after a few days of trying all of those social networks and realizing they just all made you more anxious, I was like, well, I'm going to sink time into Lost in Time instead. But it was sort of like, I was doing that because if I'm going to be glued to my phone anyway, which probably isn't that good for me, then I might as well be doing something that is is completely neutral. If I wanted a positive experience, I would maybe do something else entirely. I I don't know. I mean, to to the game's credit in inverted commas is that it is it is it can become an addictive time sink and i mean that's the sort of mm-hmm. thing where if you sort of get in the zone as it were and you're not really you're just responding to buttons that you can press to make numbers go up you just sort of become 
blind to time passing by. Yeah. And that's also how they get money out of you. Yes. Well, exactly, because then you'll get to the point where it slows down a bit and you go, oh, but I want more dopamine, so I will spend money to make the dopamine happen by making number go up. So that's just really it, isn't it? Um, don't, and if, don't you, think... if you wish to spend money to, to make dopamine, buy a donut. <laughs> other, sh- other confectionery goods are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's, that's the game. And essentially, uh, how these events work, they are time-limited, as I, I said, to make you uh, earn money. And once again, thank you to Jamie at A Madman Not A Box for making sure we can do a podcast. Yes. Um, we actually have a story how... we can talk about rather than yes. half a story. Well, 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 well. well. Uh, <laughs> I you see what you're saying. It's technically but... a game. This is technically <laughs> <Yes>. a story. <laughs> so, so the panels essentially... Once you hit a certain amount of the first number, vortex, the energy, whatever, um, once you hit a certain amount of that, which exponentially goes up, which is why it's a bottleneck halfway, you receive about four or five panels of this story. There are 92, I think, in total. Mm -hmm. And um, it's... I don't know how I would describe this. It's basically comic strip panels Nobody moves yep. during this entire experience. The other thing that happens uh, that will be important later is that for each of these milestones you achieve in the event, you win cards that you can use, uh, the characters, locations, and so on in the main game. Uh, and the advertised character uh, in this game is play to win chameleon. That might be odd, you think? Mm. Um yeah. Yeah, it would be odd. So anyway, let, let's do a quick recap of the story. We don't see how Doom arrives on, on this space station. Uh, we see her kind of in media res uh, interacting with um, 13th Doctor and K9. Um, because K9... Uh, she, she introduces yep. herself as Doom... Deadly assassin and fixer of all kinds of delicate situations. Yes, and uh, and yeah, essentially, K nine put in an ad to ask for a pirate cleanup. Cleanup on R three. Yeah. <laughs> um, or rather, a space base so, somewhere full of robots. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, essentially. Um, Doom, obviously the, the whole point of Doomsday is that Doom is looking for a specific The Doctor um, since uh, she, she did not have any luck with uh, the most Doctor to ever who <laughs> That's Missy, that, right? That was a much better story yes. yes, Missy, the the most Doctor to ever who Yes um, uh, So uh, obviously, um, this is an audio format, but what I can see is Philip kind of just clicking through 
a series of near identical comic strips. Yes. This is what passes for the story in the yes. game. So everyone's kind of standing around. You've got Doom on one side, and then you've got the other side has like 13 standing there, hand on her hip, yeah. K9 behind her, and then the speech oils come out, and nobody moves from that position it, for this entire 92 panel exchange. Yeah. It's like it's like you're okay, fair enough. You you do get your standard thing of like shot reverse shot in in like film and, and tv but at the same time like y- you have a screen that you can put animations on um if you don't want to do that you can uh oh i don't know draw more than one sprite per character <laughs> no they have not bothered with that either uh there are, I, I did notice that in in the actual game itself there are like some accents like i think one of the lights is is actually animated to be slightly modulating in brightness but that's about it that's the extent of like graphics you get in the game isn't it even like a character moving their arm or something no no i was just gonna say there was um a reply uh there were a couple of replies to uh jamie's original twitter thread on this um that were along the lines of like oh did the cast do voiceovers is there animation no 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 it is literally if if you are seeing these screenshots you are seeing the entire gaming experience yeah Yeah, exactly Um. (laughs) so yeah doom first uh assumes that this is in fact the doctor she has so many questions in some some interesting things in these questions though yes Doom's specific line is, well, you're the Doctor, right? The genuine article, the Gallifrey in Exile, uh, to, which, to which the Doctor responds, well, ye. Uh, I think it's meant to be a cut-off well, yeah, but I mm-hmm. love that screenshot. And then she says, and you have an advanced time ship, <laughs> right? I call it the TARDIS. So what we, what we are seeing here to get some, to like mm. strangle some lore out of this yes. story, Doom is is clearly quite knowledgeable about the Doctor already. Yes. So they probably didn't just meet at New Venice. And also, I think in uh, the DWM supplement, um, finishes with Doom running away to her next location while the TARDIS is in the background. And I know we talked about, does she? would she even recognise that if she saw yeah. it? And it looks like probably yes like there's no allusion here to what the TARDIS looks like yeah I just found that interesting yeah definitely could could you imagine someone becoming a Doctor Who fan through the Doomsday Transmedia and and that was how they no no I could not (laughs) I mean to to be fair the TARDIS um, in the wider Lost in Time game uh, the TARDIS is quite heavily pushed on you because it's how you go to the next level by tapping your fingers so that the multiplier number goes up, even though it is designed to stop just short of a number so that you spend more money yes. on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What um, was the maximum you got on yeah, that? Because so I managed I, to get to I, four. I got to four. I think I might have done five once, but it's worth noting, like, again, we did play it quite a lot. So I'm on, like, level 17 or something. You cannot get to four until like quite late on and with some luck and with using four yeah. fingers. Oh, I, I used all 10 of my digits to hit as many times as I could. But sometimes that would that would actually result in like 
me going yeah. out of the game. <laughs> 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 but your phone's like, save yourself, fool. <laughs> but it's, it's basically designed. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it's basically designed to like, if you're playing it normally as you would intuitively play it, it's designed to like stop just before four so that it can yeah. tempt you to buy the card. Yeah, it, it's it's like back to the dark patterns a bit when when you're doing the tutorial right the tutorial actually has you go into the shop twice oh it makes you yeah it yeah. makes you do that so you can't click away this is what yes. a shop yeah. is it's where you spend <laughs> money <laughs> money can be exchanged for goods and services the, the other thing to know actually that we haven't yet is the kablam boxes um, you get a free one in the main game every four hours. In the event, it's every two hours. Every time that timer runs out, you get a notification yes. saying you got to go into the game right now. And in order to actually claim that free loot box, you have to go into the shop and scroll past some like yes. paid items uh, in order to claim that. Yeah. Um there are so many notifications like it's obviously it's par for the course for these games they they they'll send you a notification about anything just to get you back into the casino right um, yeah one thing one thing i noticed with the doom event in particular is that there was a lot of like on the last day it was a lot of like time is running out you've got to do this get your last chance um for reference we are now uh one week on from that event and they're actually running it again. Yeah. They're repeating the event because they have to yeah. have an event running at all times. Obviously, they are not going to draw that many panels. So, like, and we've noticed this through the few weeks we've been playing it. There's a number of more minor repeat events. So, like, it was a lot. It's not your last chance at all. No. Yeah, because because some people would have spent money thinking that was the only yeah. opportunity they mm. had to get to the rest of the story. And I also I checked the game for the last time <laughs> before this podcast and I saw that it sends you all the yes. way back yeah, to the Yeah, it's, it's a complete so repeat the of the event. I made over yeah. the four-day yeah. event has gone. Like, I can't pick no. up from where I left off on that event previously. I have to start again. Yeah, so it, it does. It basically makes you spend money on the... Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> story. <laughs> um... <laughs> Y yes, um, pirates, etc. Um, we haven't got to the best bit yet. We haven't got to yeah, the best yeah. Bit. You've got to keep playing because it might get interesting. Yeah, exactly. Soon. We have. We've got to talk about the best I Doctor know, Who character I know. in the story. Like, um, you know, Doom says she dealt with the pirates. Um, Doctor's like, you dealt with him. You didn't kill him, did you? Um, that would have been easier, says Doom. Uh, K9 says the ad specifies disabling the pirates rather than killing them. Uh, Doom says now that's handled, uh, she would like her words. Um, 13 says you wanted information about, uh, about me. Um, Doom says you're not the exact version of you I think I need. Which, which we knew. Yes. Because the doctor in our one was described as an old man. Yes. So 13 is one of the few incarnations that has already been ruled out. Yes. Um. <laughs> not old, not mad. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally the opposite of what we're looking for here. Um. Uh, so then there's this, there's this kind of detour of like... Um, K9 being like, oh, we should give them a tour. Uh, I think there's a conversation, if you keep going through, um, a conversation where 
Yeah, they're talking about uh, the space station and why Calculon. they're there. And they're talking about kind of <laughs> why they're there, uh, lack of organic denizens and so on. And essentially, at some point, 13 uh, gives some obvious slips. Uh, like she says, we referring to the robots and so on. Um, there's another one. Um, and then Doom is like, wait, you're not the doctor. Um, now, I think it is kind of unfortunate, given the context, that the 13th Doctor has been landed with the not really the Doctor story. Mm-hmm. However, I cannot attribute malice to this because I think it's clear that none of the writers and no one involved no. in this game actually knows who anybody is, um, let alone passing judgment on them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 13's like, what are you implying? Uh, Doom's like... You aren't the doctor I'm looking for. You're not even a doctor, are you? Um, to to yeah, which you, you, you know, yeah. And then the big reveal. Here we go. Uh, who who is this? Um, there's a lot of back and forth. At one point, Doom says, "If you're the doctor, I'm the Dalek Emperor." Which is um, the only good line of this. True. Well, I I like well ye. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> uh, but now we've got we've got the, we've got the big we've got the big reveal, which is that uh, we cut to Doom to do her bit, and then when we cut back, it's Chameleon <gasps> off of oh play to win God. Chameleon. Yes. I I don't know about you, Evan, but I certainly felt uh, like I should have seen that coming. Do, do, do you do you want mm-hmm. me to explain why well, uh, we saw it coming? <laughs> because when you opened the event it said play to win chameleon came up in a big box and i'm like what's chameleon got to do with doom which to be fair to be fair now that they're rerunning the event it's play to win wilf for some reason (laughs) yeah wilf just just to be clear for those of you who haven't read the thread um, Wilf has nothing to do with this story whatsoever. He's, he, I'm really sorry, he's not going to appear. It would be better if he did. Yes. But no, they just throw out, I think for repeat events, they just throw out random rare cards. I'm so sorry. Just any old rubbish. I'm, I'm sorry, Bernard Crimmins deserves better than this. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 he does. Um, so, yeah, I actually, like, I actually didn't put together, because some of the event prizes are so random yeah i actually didn't put together that chameleon would then show up in the story but i felt very silly for not putting two and two together after the reveal yeah well they are they are also like one of the upgradable characters right Um, they're kind of there and if you upgrade chameleon something happens to your locations either they speed up or they produce more whatever uh, so for context this is on screenshot 49 of 92. I would say, so we did see the reveal. Yes. Yeah, game, I saw the reveal. But we did this not is get, about the point yeah. we both but, got to, I think. Yes, yeah. so that was, that was about as far as we got. Yeah. So basically, like, you just get the one interesting thing that happens in this whole story, and then it's yes. like, no, we're going to throttle you until you spend Which, money. And, and from like a, you know, use your medium experience, this is a video game and the transformation happens entirely off screen yes um 
it's it's a shot of Doom saying, you're transforming now, are you transforming now? And then the next panel is, well, it's Chameleon instead and, and of Chameleon, 13. And Chameleon is like exactly in the Doctor's old spot, yeah. facing the way she was facing. He's just kind of in default neutral, I exist yes. mode. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is literally a, a cut and paste job. I mean, at least on the bright side, it's not the 10th Doctor again. With the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Wait, there's there's still another there's still another lost in time event to come. Yeah. So uh... it's all still to play for. <laughs> I, I don't think David Tennant would agree to be portrayed in a I think I free think, to play video game. I think well, Bernard Cribbins is here, like, so maybe they didn't not, get a not say. Not in the yeah. I don't yeah no yeah. um yeah. Tenth Doctor does not appear in this event, but I'm pretty sure he is in the game. Yeah, um, that's true. As you would expect for a Doctor Who extended universe, he's one of the first Doctors you see. Mm-hmm. But also like John Pertwee is in this, and he definitely didn't get a say. No. Um. So yeah, I I suspect we can't we can't blame David Tennant no. for that. So, um, the story continues. Uh, Doom's like, I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting an Android duplicate. There's a bit of back and forth uh, about this explaining who Chameleon is um, and the fact that uh, Chameleon is not an assassin because they've travelled with the Doctor. Isn't the Doctor good? Um, They basically set up this ruse in order to fool the pirates mm-hmm. uh, because uh, K-9 was under this, um, yeah, uh, lots of yeah pirates. Oh, isn't comedian brave? Bravery isn't programmable. Uh, isn't the doctor good? Uh, yeah. And so on. Where can we find the doctor? My records aren't complete. Um, you then have further pirates attacking. Again, off screen. We, could, we couldn't afford the money for the pirates. Yes. yes. Uh, Chameleon does say, I'll return to my guys as a doctor. And Doom's like, no need. We don't want to make it that interesting. Yeah. Um, we, we don't want to put in another switch of character. Yeah. Uh, so Doom, without moving, explains that she sorted this out earlier uh, by painting something red because they're the Scarlet Scavengers. <laughs> something MacGuffin. Interestingly, like, does Doom actually kill anyone in this? No, I think I think that's like the the whole point of of her not doing that. She said she w- it would be easier to yeah. to kill the pirates. I, I guess I guess it's like her, she was contracted to do what K nine had asked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's literally it. Uh. Oh, we'll tell them about you. K nine says if we meet the doctor, we'll tell them about you. Bye. Um, there's K9 talking to uh, Chameleon back in Guys as a Doctor because a group of Morrelands is approaching. Uh, and the Doctor's like, and we will protect this spaceship because I'm the Doctor. Yes, K9 says, yes, mistress. Yes, you are. That's it. Yeah. That's the story. That's, that's the Doom, entire story. Doom shows up... Um, does I can hear leave. the Hugo Awards knocking on the yeah. Times door. Yeah. <laughs> Doom, Doom shows up, does not move, uh, talks to the Doctor and K9, who also don't move, until um, the Doctor, Chameleon, makes a really obvious silly mistake and is therefore caught out. Chameleon explains who they are, then there's some vague threat of pirates that's attacking, and then Doom's like, ah, but I can't move. 
So let me explain how I already yes. sorted this. Um, bye now. Again, do we get to play a mini game when the pirates are attacking? No. I was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if it just had the floor from death to the Daleks, this stop, don't move floor, <laughs> to explain why they're not moving? <laughs> I think that, again, I think unfortunately that would um, require uh, the developers to know anything about Doctor Who. Mm hmm. Bless them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this. So, for most of uh, our kind of journey through this podcast, um, we've basically been uh, engaging with the relevant piece of media and then being like, let's not talk about this too much because we've got to talk about it in the podcast. Yes. I think it's fair to say for Lost in Time, we could not hold back. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have ranted about this at length. I kind of knew that I wouldn't have to do much uh, this time. <laughs> I just got to sit back and let 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 these two uh, rant about dark patterns. Um, but yes. That was uh, AI and the Doctor, mm -hmm. um, the Doctor Who Lost in Time event, um, and all it cost us was our sanity. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I, it's just a crap game. <laughs> um, it, it's a shame. So, yeah. yeah. And there will be another Lost in Time event um, in a few weeks. Uh, so next up, we have the novel Extraction Point. Yes. That is out 10th of August. Our our kind of podcast will be at least a week or so later because I got to deal with the small matter of moving house. Um, and then um, basically, I think the next thing after that is the game again. And then there's a BBC audio out in late August. So there's a yeah. fairly short window in which this event can happen and we're gonna have to work out how we're gonna fill the podcast again well that's, that's, it's just gonna that's be your one problem more of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not yeah. coming back <laughs> I've, I've, done my, I've done my jury duty <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you well by that point it'll be the start of the football season so yeah, maybe exactly. chelsea will come and knock it <laughs> oh, oh, um, i've got to go and manage chelsea now it never stops with you guys. It never stops. Look, no. <laughs> Look um, I, I don't, I have to admit, I don't know much off the top of my head about the current situation with Chelsea, but I'm sure that taking that job would be much, much more interesting than having to play and talk about this game again. Yes. Um, <laughs> Evan, have you played some good Doctor Who games that you can recommend? Um, That's, that's an interesting... <laughs> One. Um, I think the best one I've actually had first-hand experience playing was the three Doctor Who adventure games they did right back at the beginning mm. of the Matt Smith era. Yeah, but they're not I, available I anymore. <laughs> if you, yeah. It's a shame. They've, they've a been shame. gone. Um, you could also try and track down Lego Dimensions and the uh, the Doctor Who parts of that, but again, that's probably quite expensive given that you're looking for essentially last-generation consoles and yeah. all of that as well. So basically... Uh, what it, What is the best Doctor Who game you can buy now? Probably The Lonely Assassins, which I have also played, Ooh, and that's actually yes. nice. that's no, quite that's... a nice little mobile game, actually. So uh, Have you played that one, Philip? I have not, no. So it's essentially, uh, like, it's basically like a found phone game. So I don't want to give too much away here, but it's basically done in such a way that you have a character's phone 
uh, and they're, they're using it in particular ways and it's really kind of immersive. Again, I played it for a few hours during lockdown and it's, yeah, it's it's really immersive. Um, and yeah, no, I, w- I would agree. Get that yeah. one. It is available uh, where you can get phone games. And I think it is also on Steam yeah. and, and things as well. And it's it's so, fa- fairly affordable as well. Like it's something yeah. like yeah. one ninety nine, two ninety nine. Yeah, which compared to like you would be spending that on like some gems on this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. that's actually got original performances. It's got continuity with the TV show as well. So it's it's actually it's got actual content. Yeah, that's that's the major selling point of this game. Some effort was made. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, Georgia and I, we've played some VR experiences yes, as so well. Yes, so we played The Runaway, uh, which was on an Oculus. Yes. Uh, and essentially, this is going back a few years now, um, and essentially it was my first VR experience. So I was mostly just being like, what do I do? What's going to happen? I'm going to die. <laughs> um, but like... Yeah, we we played that. It was very fun. We reviewed it for the Oxford Doctor Who Society's The Tides of Time, and that is available yeah. still on their website. There was a full Doctor Who VR game. Um, yes. Did you ever play that one? I have, yes. The Edge of Time. Um, I've played through that one. Uh, that was also very good. Again, VR game, so you have to have like a VR system. It's also on the Oculus. Um, I played it on my Rift 2, but... I believe it should work on the Quest line of Oculus systems as well. Um, and probably on some other VR platforms. Uh, I don't think it was ever like an exclusive. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was a very, very fun little uh, game. They do have a uh, Weeping Angel level and it is properly scary in VR. No, thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, he- here are some good Doctor Who games you can play instead. <laughs> we found out, so you don't have to. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Um, um, I, I think that's basically it. Evan, I, Evan where, where can we find you? Where, where, what, what do you have to plug? What do I have to plug? Um, well, you could follow me at Evan underscore 257 on X, the website formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is is the one I generally go to. I'm also on Blue Sky. I think I'm on other social medias. There's threads. I might need to get a Mastodon account at some point. I don't know what's happening with the social medias anymore. It's just chaos. It's actually exciting uh, because for the first time ever, when I post this podcast to threads, which is the only thing I use threads for, I'll be able to tag you on it. Um, and it will be the only time anyone has engaged, like every, I got threads and like once a week I look on it and see if it's become a usable website yet and it just hasn't. Um, and you have a blog as well. I do have a blog, uh, it's called theblogberontheinside.wordpress.com where I put posts about Doctor Who and maths. Although my most recent blog posts have been about Indiana Jones and video games. So I might get back to Doctor Who at some point. Um, the most recent Doctor Who thing I've written 
which I don't think is out yet at the time of recording, but it will be shortly, is I wrote a piece for the Tides of Time as well about the Target Book Club event that happened last oh, nice. month hmm. in, uh, in London, in Shepherd's Bush, which was organised by James Goss. <laughs> and we That's are now James part Goss. of the James Goss Expanded Universe. Hooray! <laughs> this, this universe is James Goss's universe, yes. and we're just all living in it. Exactly. Um, you have a blog, Georgia. Yes. So I guess uh, credits-wise, um, cover art on the podcast is by Sam Chown Hearn. You can check her out at samchown-hearn.com and see her other art there. Um, music is by the wonderful Philip Wheeland. Uh, you can find him on Spotify. Uh, I have a blog, mindtheflap.wordpress.com, where every now and again I remember to write something either about autism or the Muppets Christmas Carol. Um, and I am at mindtheflap on most social media places. Yep. I'm at Minkowski on the website formerly known as Twitter. Uh, I'm at FTW on some of the other platforms with like domains that you have to specify as part of the at, uh, that's all going to be linked in the show notes because I can't be bothered to go through all of them. Yeah, so the next uh, thing we'll be looking at is uh, the novel uh, Extraction Point. Uh, so the next episode of this podcast will be out kind of second half of August. Um, and we will see you for the next piece of media. Yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.